Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast and as you may have noticed on the last episode, we did say we were going to be talking about a BBC News article and kind of got <laughs> a bit sidetracked. Therefore, we're going to go through this article today. Roger, can you just give a bit of a recap of what it was about? Well, we started talk, talking about walking and then, and then we went into running and, and, and from there. So this was an article uh, last week which was talking about... Um, a re- it's a it's a follow-on from some research which su- suggested or showed that uh, slower walking at it talks about 45 at age 45 is a indicator for either a, like a health status or um there the the headline is slow walking at 45 a sign of faster aging so what they did is a study in new zealand where they tracked people from the 1970s i'll i'll put down the link if you're watching this on YouTube um, but they took a uh, thousand people in the born in the 70s and followed them and tracked them to 45 and they marked that there was a, a, a walking speed test that they did found that they was that certain uh, individuals were slower at 45 than others and what they then went on to do together with other physical tests and cognitive tests suggested that there was a useful sign or uh, signature of a lower health status or poor health status coming whereas they look at usually over 65s because of balance and muscle strength and other lung function etc of of a poor health outcome so it's kind of hinting that it's potentially a a sign or an indicator of and also they're interesting they did it with iq tests and scans and suggested that actually brain size was smaller um, so some people had so had lost some brain size by forty five. So from a health perspective and a clinical perspective, it's it's kind of deemed as is that a potentially a indicator at in mid mid age of potentially other health issues developing or coming down the line. So I know from this on that most people, you're not old enough yet, but uh, most forty five year olds and stuff are going to be. Suddenly, either trying to walk quicker, or suddenly going, oh, you know, I'm now not walking as quick. I must be, um, I must be unhealthy. So, uh, it's quite interesting to talk around that concept. I think first off, it's well, if you are walking slower, then what can you do about it? And looking at other factors that are going on in the lifestyle as well, because coming from uh, a background of coaching males and females that are stressed out over 40 and gone through quite a lot of stuff in their life that if they see that there's some study that says they slow down first off they might think oh I'm a slow walker anyway so what were they doing in their 30s and what in their 20s yeah. well, they're sl- I'm a slow walker as it is therefore it's slowing down with that but also what other factors have gone into it because yes we can see IQ and everything like that but chances are at 45 you know what what your intelligence level is to a degree uh, without even going into an actual IQ test and whether that's flawed as well because again like the way people do IQ tests some people oh that person's got a really high IQ but the actual test itself isn't necessarily an accurate marker it's, it's like having BMI for yeah. Obesity. And walking speed itself is not really a, 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 a significant marker to judge 
someone's overall health status. But it's an industry and indicator, and, and what for me that it highlights is that potentially you're already picking up in mid in mid forties of what's potentially coming down the line as we get even older. From so they're talking about the aging process, but already then you're paying the price for what's been going on for many since childhood. So they hint a bit about childhood and, and um, even from some, some people have a better start in life than others, you know, whether they mean by that is nutritionally or developmentally or, or um, in a social set, setting or a family network setting or so. So it's really interesting because it shows that potentially a lot of degenerative issues are picked up more in the 60s from a clinical perspective, but what this is highlighting is saying, hey, we, we, we've actually seen that process come through in different markers at a younger age. So for me, it highlights even hugely is that what are people doing in their teens and 20s? Really, you know, when, when, we, when we're in our 20s, we can sleep less, party hard, do whatever, but what price are we paying? So, you know, it does highlight to some people is that you're not bulletproof, these things have consequences and walking slower. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if you are walking out there and you just always do it as a slower walker, that you've got some major health issues. I think that you've got to watch out for the knee-jerk reaction the other way. But if you're really stressed and you know, life is tough, you've got some mental health challenges going on, you're not going to be walking around with, you're not going to be striding out. No. If, you, if life is good, You've just had the, that hot date. You've just got that business deal. You've well, just you've got a bit of a swagger. Yeah. You've got to stride. You're going to stride out. Chest's going to go up. You're going to walk. So, so it can be also an indicator of something really recent. But if it's consistent, or it's been really good and then it's dropped off, mm -hmm. you know, it might be a sign of other health issues coming also, before they become clinically so lung issues or you know, it's 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 really like all these things with research. It it raises re good research should make you ask more questions. It doesn't give you the answer. And through accumulation of different research, you then deduct trends and ideas, and they are always, already always gonna shift and change. So nothing's actually, a, so this, this doesn't actually clinically tell us much more than we probably already know, but I would, I would not want anyone who's suddenly saying, well, I've always walked a bit slower than my brother or my sister, maybe I've, I've got a major health issue. But it does highlight that if you haven't been active, you know, you're a heavy smoker, you carry loads of stress, you know, all the classic lifestyle things for 15, 20 years, it's likely that you're not going to be walking up, you know, outside here, we've got a nice little hill. You're probably going to be fading as you go up that hill compared to someone whose health status is higher. But also as well, it's interesting to note what they say about these health issues come on in their 60s usually. Now, it would be interesting to see out of the people that have said the health issues come on, how many of those people are retiring in their 60s? And is it yeah. after retirement? Because we know that a lot of times when people retire and they don't keep some activity up, whether it's brain activity or brain activity and physical activity, so psychological activity, they degenerate quickly because it's the use it or lose it principle. Yeah. And that's when a lot of these serious health issues come into play. And also with, with the people now and the working age we have, there's much more office-based jobs, so people are more sedentary. Therefore, are they getting slower with their walking because their health is getting better because they're more sedentary? Yeah. And if they had more active jobs, like 
generations past, would they then actually be walking faster anyway? So two, uh, the, probably the two most common feedback things which I have with patients, mainly along those musculoskeletal patients who are over 65, but certainly when they get to 70 above, two main things, flexibility mm-hmm. and balance. Now we know one of the worst health outcomes from an injury or so for the elderly is a fall and a broken hip. The mortality rate after that over 80, 80 years old I think is, is really high. They don't recover. They recover from the surgery but they don't necessarily recover their lifestyle back and they lose confidence and stuff. Now balance and um, uh, flexibility are two things that you can influence. You know, we, we know we're probably not going to have the same balance and flexibility at, at 65 than we are when we're going to be 15 or 20 years old. But it's interesting because you say that is that for through most people's working life and certainly with computers and certainly with uh, cars and that the number one thing we find is most people lose their flexibility and their balance way sooner than they become they become aware of it. So we see it when we do assessments, especially flexibility. Mm-hmm. So we're already picking up those markers way before the person in their natural life starts going. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm bending over for my shoes and socks on at 60 or 70. But, but balance is a big one. And balance is, is feedback through the nervous system. So, you, you know, 100% right is, is when you people retire, they, it's also how active. They've got to keep feeding, those stimulating those balance things. But a lot of the times they're not doing it in the first place through when they're in their 40s. Could that be one of the reasons that the health, well, it's definitely one of the reasons that health is deteriorating to a degree. Neuro, neuromuscular health and certainly neurological health relies on stimulation of the brain. So it's not only about the brain stimulating and sending, a lot of people say, well, the brain sends out information. It does, but a vast majority of the brain relies on feedback back in. So, you know, uh, stimulation doesn't necessarily come that uh, I sit and watch something on TV. It's not very stimulating from a, from a sensory perspective. It's just visual and a bit of auditory. But balance is, is from movement and from stimulating. So. I get some patients to uh, brush teeth. When they brush their teeth, they stand on one foot. Um, and these are the office workers, you know, so they're not necessarily going out and having to go and walk loads. It's just finding balance. Balance boards, you know, people going to the gym. You know, balance is, is huge, but you have to stimulate all the joints in the body to keep stimulating the brain. And the brain then thrives and lights up because of more stimulation. So it's not only stimulation of, of reading a book or watching something. So people go out and they're elderly and they're walking, Stimu- it does, you know, stimulates you know, cardiovascular exercise and, and that, but um, yeah, it starts, it starts younger. And I think what people are, those people, we know those people who set up um, activities in their probably 20s, but mm-hmm. mainly 30s and 40s, generally will have a better outcomes in their 60s. And I think what this is highlighting is that now they're picking up people in the 40s, this highlights what's going on even earlier. Or we're seeing a trend shift further because generally as a society, Western society, we're getting more sedentary. We, you know, a lot more people, I, we've done some office screenings recently and it's not uncommon to have some people who are in their 30s, they, they, they're not exercising. We ask them what they do outside, they, they, they're socially, they like socializing, they go watch movies, they may, um, but they're not actively involved in sports or they're not, they're not moving as much. So maybe we're also seeing the trend that we're starting to pick these things up earlier. Yeah, and it's taking ownership of it as well. 
huge ego. Because it, it, it's people a, know that it's an individual doing. problem being multiplied, so it becomes a society. People problem. get so far that they're overwhelmed about having to pull it back. So they're so unhealthy as such, or they know they have to do so much to improve their health, to yeah. lose weight, to do these things that are going to help them. But they're overwhelmed, and I feel that it's if we can just move more just go for a walk, do the minimum, yeah. uh, as we're talking about. Maybe we'll, we'll see a study in 10 years' time that says that now it's gone to 55, and it's gone back up again rather than 45. Well, unfortunately, I think you look, you're looking at, it, this follows on a bit from, from what's been bounced around in the last decade, is that this generation, the, young, the kids' generation, is the first generation where the health outcomes or the life expectancy is less... Yeah, less than, than the, the generation before. Um, and there's certainly an element of, of more sedentary, but there's also still as much opportunity to get involved in either sports or hobbies. But I, I think there is a, a, a tendency for it to be easier now and, and to be less active. And if you've got someone, when you say to them in their late 40s and 50s, you need to get out and walk, and unless, unless they really are motivated um, it's very hard to ingrain that, but if you, you, I've got patients who are in there, I've got one guy, he's amazing, he's just had his 90th birthday, wow. and he's out strimming, uh, he's got an acre land, and he's out strimming, mowing, chopping down trees, he's done that all his life, he knows no difference, but if you have the other flip side of someone who's worked, you know, driven a car, sat on a computer, watched TV, and for, done that for, for uh, up until the age of you know, 50 and said, right, and we need to now get you moving. They could probably still physically do it, but mentally, for that to become ingrained as a regular part of their lifestyle, would, I would imagine, be very hard. Definitely. So, um, are you walking quickly or walking slower now? I think it'll be interesting. Or hopping People along. Hopping along. So, uh, have a look at the article. I'd be interested in what you think. It does also uh, hint a little bit of that article. Is if you read down, on the, certainly on the, the, the BBC link, then they, the solution is a low-calorie diet and uh, looking at treatments involving some medication. That's not good. So, it's always also interesting of where, where, where the hook is with, that, with research and articles. Um, for us, life, it's lifestyle. It's, it's about getting graining activity. It doesn't mean that you have to try and, uh, like we spoke last week of trying to bring the, break the, um, the marathon in two hours and stuff. Uh, it's about movement and, and lifestyle. And not you know, falling off a treadmill. And not falling off a treadmill. Has anyone, has anyone done anything? Let us know if you've done. I'm still intrigued with it. You might get some new, new patients out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, we're, here we to help you stay on, we're here to help you stay on the treadmill. We're here to serve. Right, have a good week. Give us some feedback as always. And if there's any topics or anything of interest uh, bouncing around that confuse you, and we can, uh, we can have a, a little chat around. We're more than happy. As you've already worked out, we just start and we can't stop. We just go. All right. Take See care. you soon. Take Bye. care.